I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Is it recording? Uh, please get Is it recording it. constantly? Very... Like it's recording right now? No, no. It's very unique. Is it recording right now? Hi, I'm Sam Wolfson and welcome to the Vice UK podcast. Vice is a pretty young company. We're all about sort of in our late 20s. And so people are always asking like, hey, what do young people think about this, that and the third? Often we try and give them the best answer we can. But it's also been about 10 years since we were teenagers. And so this episode, we're doing something a little bit different. We've come to a school in East London and we've got a group of 15 to 16 year olds. And we're going to talk to them about some of the big issues facing young people at the moment. Everything from sexting and relationships when you're still at school to what they think about their own futures, whether they're worried about the things that my generation are worried about. I'll just a bit yeah. about what we're doing. Do any of you know Vice? Have you seen it? I don't think I've seen it on yesterday. YouTube. Oh, yeah. And I, I came across the website. Oh, cool. Before that, though, I've spoken to a couple of people. I guess they're sort of leaders in their own era of youth culture. I asked them all to complete the same sentence. The problem with young people today is we're going to hear from Charlotte Church, John Lydon and Stormzy. A little bit of knowledge goes a long way. 
read and read and then read again and let books have a positive influence i've been in a bubble and that there's this big wide world and not everyone's against you and people are cool and i can and i can be social but being on the ends you're just programmed to be anti-social yeah the anti yeah. as in oh right don't know you like cool don't talk to you right? you know all, these are people are all funny but because but now i feel like i've got both sides of the coin yeah so even now when i come here yeah i understand that you are all a bit funny but I, I also understand that it just depends on vibes and you know what i mean that like... so i'll start with sam this is sam the producer of the podcast he's not going to say anything um, what kind of person is Sam? Sam is quite an outdoorsy type. Sometimes I'll be like, hey, have you got that edit for the podcast? And he'll be like, sorry, I'm just on a 300-mile on a bike cycle through the Isle of Wight, and I'll be back with you in a second. This is Nathaniel. <coughs> He's quite humorous. Mm. Um, quite strong as well, you can tell. Uh, this is Edson. Uh, he's honest and he's pretty intelligent. This is um, Sarah. She has very good relationships with her friend, I would say, like... So that's a, that's a good thing. Um, this is Khadija. She loves drama, I guess, because she's really good in our class. This is Romario. He's a funny guy and a really outgoing person. Um, next to me, we have uh, Rafuza. She's um, kind of quiet, but when you do talk to her, she's got endless amounts to say and a little artsy person over there. This is Zahave, and he seems very approachable and friendly. You lot are so nice and polite. <laughs> if that was me and someone was sitting next to me at school, they would have been like, this is Sam, he's a dickhead. I want to talk to you about some of the things that famous people we spoke to, we asked them like to complete the sentence. The problem with young people today is dot, dot, dot. How would you answer that question? Overly sexual. So you're sexualized, you think about things that you shouldn't be... All of that. Certain people are way over-sexualized, but I don't blame them because it wasn't for the content that's accessible or the content that's so freely given, like celebrities and their music and whatever, they wouldn't be like this. So they have a heavy impact on how we are. I think people, girls especially, right, they go on Instagram and they see what all these other people are doing around the place and they think, oh, yeah, these people are living the life. I should do what they're doing to try and make myself on their standard. It's like, just chill, man. You don't need to be other people to try and big yourself up. What are we talking about? Slightly selfies? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like the selfies, slightly selfies, send nudes pics, yeah. How to, if a guy's going to move to you, how to react. Should you act like this or act like that? There's like, there's no thought process of yourself. You would react how other people react to the same kind of stimuli, so... What do the girls think? Do you feel like there's a pressure to be more sexual or is it just something that other people deal with? I think that there is a high demand for girls to be, you know, pretty and, you know, good-looking. There were a couple of girls that I used to know that they would actually, like, Photoshop their pictures. Well, not Photoshop, but it's an app. Wow. And, you know, you can make your waist slimmer, make your ass bigger. It's just ridiculous. Why would you do that just for a couple hundred more likes? But then you look at the pictures where she's just posted her face and there's less comments and less likes. But then you have the ones where she's showing off her body and all these guys are like commenting random shit. It's just ridiculous. Be completely honest, how important are likes? They're quite important. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually quite important. People will be like, oh, it's not about the likes in front of everyone else, but... Normal people my age are known as celebrities and having other people my age going and asking for a picture. Why? Because they have a couple thousand followers do you think your social media popularity affects your real life popularity no 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 yeah 
because there are some people that you know if they have you know less followers you know they wouldn't be rated by a lot of people whereas if you have a lot of followers it's just like oh look like that's whoever and they have like what 30k followers do you know what i mean it's just you uncontrollably like kind of like them well not everyone but some people all right so we've talked a bit about social media let's go back to the question the problem with young people today is anything else that you'd add like nowadays you see everyone you have to have that one certain body shape you have to have this you have to look like this you have to be pretty and then after everyone's just so brainwashed and everyone feel like i have to have that certain body i need to be thick i need to be that it kind of brings the girls down and stuff do you think the pressure comes because you want to get boyfriends or is it the pressure from other girls or is it the pressure from social media like where's the pressure coming from everything because you know obviously at this age you know you want a boyfriend or you'd be interested in boys or girls you could be a lesbian i mean i don't judge um and social media like for example i was going to say it does come from a global way because you know you look at these big stars oh you know Nicki Minaj has a big ass and then you have this girl that i know she actually like you know edits her pictures and she has a big ass in it and then other girls my age who know her or like her friends or something audition stuff but i don't i just like i want to enjoy being young and stuff like i don't want to grow up like i don't want to be an adult i don't want to have to deal with all kinds of pressure and rubbish like that i just want to do like so what what stuff why do they call you childish what things are you not doing well like i'm like oversensitive a bit sometimes but like people just want to speed up and it's like just slow down like enjoy what you have now yeah like you don't need to try to act like that person who's who's already 40 years old who's already made it who's able to make decisions for themselves it's like we're we're only 15 16 we're only chill we're we're like okay maybe we're not children but we're not like grown yet but then you have adults who constantly tell you every single day to grow up and stop being childish it's like what do we do (laughs) do we act our age or do we become mature adults i don't know what to do do you think that this stuff actually matters in terms of like actual relationships and sex, or is it just like some weird sort of one-upmanship? Does that kind of thing make a difference to you? Be honest. Be honest, it does because you all want to get off a Are big back and big teeth. <laughs> Are you okay? I've heard of a lot of boys being like, "Oh, look at her ass, man." Uh, would you tap that? Like that's become more like common now. That kind of phrase, like it's it's surprising, but it's it's normal for us to talk like that a bit. And it's like now now we even do it in public more. Like before, it used to be restricted yeah, to our group chats, but now we'll do it in front of everyone, in front of the class. We'll shout across the like drawing lesson. It's weird. It's like it's become normal. You know what, I think these boys are getting all the shit, yeah? Listen, you girls are so innocent. Okay, maybe a couple of you, but some of you are not innocent. The girls, they talk just as much or even more so than the guys. All right, the guys are talking about, oh, you, you agree, innit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, might be, they might not say, oh, look at that ass or look at that chest or whatever, yeah? But they'll be talking about how... Oh, they talk about your ass. I don't understand. No, I don't understand how <laughs> girls are talking about, oh, look at that guy's ass. Like, what? I get it if someone's saying it like uh, not to not to like make like but like it's fun like that's, <laughs> that's what I have to say yeah. no but I feel like for girls like I know because like, I don't talk about any of the boys here like I said I like for me it's more or less like celebrities or people I won't get like I like for example I rate people not in my school I don't see anyone here as someone I would date per se you say about how like girls want guys to have big asses but never have I ever once had a conversation with my friends who are all females about a guy's penis we have never said oh I want him to have a big dick never never okay (laughs) 
it's like your girl has to have it but more time you're gonna end up with a girl that actually doesn't have it so it's like why would you fantasize about this when in reality it's not gonna happen the difference between dicks and ass and tits is that the guys unless you have guys a boner you're not gonna see his dick so you can't really start judging a guy <laughs> You just see his dick. Wearing, okay. Listen, <laughs> the great but, but when it comes to girls, yeah, when they're walking, it's oh my lord. When they're walking, everything is just there for display. Whether or not no. they're trying, whether or not they're trying to display it or not, you can still see it. When I'm with my boys, yeah, we don't say, oh yeah, I want a girl with this, I want a girl with that. All we're simply doing is identifying what girl has what. But why? Wait, we never said we want it. The girl that doesn't have it automatically feels down. Do you okay, get what I mean? Cool. Even when you guys are just pinpointing, you may say that her having a big ass is not good, okay? But when other guys say it is, then that girl that doesn't have it is automatically felt insecure. And I can relate, okay? I want to move on to some other topics, but one last thing on good times and school and having fun, like... There's a lot of chat in the media about clubs closing down and much less sort of all ages nights and underage nights that there used to be. Like, what is a standard weekend night for you guys? Like, is it house parties? Is it sitting in the park drinking tinnies? Is it just staying at home? What's the vibe? Like, Friday night. Home. Home. Like, me personally, the most you do, you go cinema, you go watch a movie, you go out to eat, and you just window shop in Westwood and that's like the biggest thing you would do on a weekend so yeah and then you have others our age again friends of ours well mine who go raving every weekend which is where do they where what do you mean like they go to clubs and stuff but how do they get in like house parties house parties and the house parties you guys don't really go to that many house parties never been to one Never been to one? No. Nope. Really? What, not even like mate of a mate, everyone come down to bloody like Hemel Hempstead or something? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so much like clicks and groups now. Yeah. When it comes to like, I don't know, before in, or oh, you see in the movies, like say you're watching like a school movie, it'll be like the popular person's having a party, but they invite like the whole school basically to come. Now, if the popular person have a party, only them 10 people that are with that person is going to be invited and then people outside of school. So and is that because, really... like, parents are way more aware of, like, Facebook invites and stuff and they know what's... No, nah, it's just, no, the it's person just doesn't people, invite people. People have just, like, closed off onto their, into their own cliques. Right. And it's like, if you're my mate, you're my mate. If not, then I don't know you. It's that way, like... A lot of people, you, they're in the same school as you for five years. You've never spoken to them. Like it just happens. Okay, so if it's not at house parties and it's not at clubs and stuff, then like, how do you, if you're looking to meet boys and girls outside of school, how does that happen? Through DMs. DMs. Yeah. Instagram DMs. Yeah. Social media is the way, man. Is it? What? Someone will just come out out of the blue, slide in. Yeah. yeah. Or, or you could slide. Like, like, you have to, like, approach her, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's usually the guys sliding in the girl's DM. Like, you'll be with an ex. And it's Even like, if they don't know them or they just know them a little bit. I've had guys I've never heard of and I don't know, they just pop up. It's like, you're, it's like, I, I don't know, you go away. All right, but if it was someone who looked hot and you had a good chat with them, would you go on a date? Would you, like, meet up with them? No. Mm. no. I, I don't know you. I don't want to see you. What about the boys? Would For you? Me. When you're, like, when I say you go Westfield or whatever, that's where you meet the people. Or say, somehow there's some sort of event that's going on in your area, or like, you're, I don't know, you just go on a school trip or something, you're with your boys, you're walking on the road, and then 
girls are like almost always in groups, isn't it? So your group, your group squad's walking down one way, and then their group's going down one way. And then you guys make eye contact. Don't ask how, but like everyone's made eye contact at the same time. And you're looking, and then you, in that moment, you decide, do you move to them? Or you just keep on walking and walk on straight. Or like if you're in the park and there's other people in the park and then you move to them and then that's how you make connections. See, I'm more of a physical guy. I don't know about you guys and your typing, getting brave over the keyboards and that, but yeah. Whenever we do this podcast, right? Like, for example, let's say we do a podcast on finances and everyone's going like, yeah, I don't know how to do my tax return. I'm really bad with money. And then everyone sits around and goes, if only we could have a lesson in school that could teach kids about like how to do a tax return and how to like start a business. Or then we have a podcast on mental health and we're like, yeah, the attitudes to mental health in the workplace are really bad. If only we had a lesson in school where we could teach kids about the right ways to deal with their mental health. If people started adding a bunch of lessons into your timetable that were just to kind of give you advice about being older, but you, there were no exams and you wouldn't get a grade for it, would you go to those lessons? Is that something you'd want? It just depends on the time and like how much I'm actually interested in it. What are the things that you would like to know about in the world that you feel like you're not getting taught about now? Um, how to pay bills, you know, run a family, run a life, basically. Um, I don't know how to do any of those. I don't know. What do I do? What do I do when college is finished? What do I do when uni's finished? Who's going to teach me those things? What if your parents don't know? What if you don't have parents? It's like, who's going to teach me if the school educational system doesn't? The mental health, you can teach them whatever but until they're actually in the situation mm. you can't tell how they're going to act but then with the tax return stuff and getting how to know how to pay bills and how to um, live, up, live in the house live on your own and stuff that would be useful how many of you want jobs that involve being famous any of you you just want the money I, I, don't, I don't really care if I'm famous or not if I'm making doing a job that's making the money where I can have the car have the house have the wife have the um, stuff that I want for my how own do you time. think that you'll get the money See, that's what I'm saying. That's why we need school. I mean, it's fine to say, like, you have absolutely no idea, but do you think about what you might want to do? I honestly don't know, because it changes every so often. Because um, I do pre... Like, I do well academically, but I'm also very interested in art. So I'm torn whether I go the academic route or I go the art route, so, yeah. Obviously, like, everyone likes the art route because yeah. the art route is fun. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's kind of crazy to, I always think, to ask 16-year-olds, like, hey, do you want to do academic stuff or do you want to play music? Because obviously you want to play music. And sometimes playing music is exactly the right choice, you know, to do that. And sometimes it's just, like, a thing that you should have on the side. And how can you tell what the right thing to do is? I don't really care about the money as much. As long as I'm enjoying what I'm doing, I'm interested. Because for me, I lose interest in things really easily. So I need to keep... I, I like things that keep me occupied. So you think that, in general, your age group is quite... They're okay with grafting hard, with, like, putting the hours in? I am aware that, you know, to go into college, you need good grades. But it's really difficult to stay on track and put the hard work in. Because, you know, some people just aren't educational, you know. Um, you learn things for five years and you're meant to remember all of those knowledge, all of that knowledge for five years into what, an hour and 45 exam, 45 minute exam and it's like how am I meant to do that when I've only got a, such a short period of time to revise such huge amounts of work and how do I know that my emotional state won't, you know, let me down in the last minute, it's like I, I'm not an educational person, I'm more of like physical, you know, actually doing it rather than 
writing it down. You know, the government always says like, yeah, we've got young people so excited about apprenticeships, about vocational courses. Has anyone even thought about any of that stuff? For some reason, though, when I told my mum about it, she wasn't so keen on it. Because she said, like, I will just become obsessed with the money and I would stop working and stuff like that. But I think it's still, it's still like a really good route, I'd say. Is it something that worries you? Like, do you ever feel like anxious about the future? You hear a lot that like young people are struggling, that they are likely to be poorer than their parents' generation, um, that rents are very high, that youth unemployment is higher than it has been in the past, that young people are in worse paid jobs than they have been previously. Does that stuff like just seem like sort of news stories far away or is it something that you think about a lot? Unless I'm asked about it, I don't think about it. But then when I am thinking about it, it's dread. Like, you just worry, like, bears. You're thinking, I guess that's why I don't think about it. Because if I am going to think about it, I'm going to worry so much that I'm just going to lose my head. Just brush it aside. Yeah. See, that is, to me, like, it's almost, like, maddening because I'm just like, oh, there's so many, like, easy little things that you could do now to help you out so that when you are, like, 23, you're not, like, having a shit time do you know what I mean like but then when do you live your teenage life yeah. no it's not about li- not living now but it's also just like planning like being like okay when I leave school I'm going to earn a little bit of money you know doing this job and then save it for when I get out of school so I'm not like whatever like living kind of really hand to mouth or if you're going to uni like doing a court if you don't know what you're want to do at uni like instead of just sort of picking randomly like picking something that could actually is really good for like leading towards an early job do you know what i mean like all these little things that would that if someone kind of was going through with you guys and helping you pick the path that you wanted to be on mm-hmm. it's not that it's about making you have a shit time now it just means that like does do you know what i mean it's like they're basically like pick what you want to do with your life and you're like well based on what <laughs> like how do are we supposed to know about the opportunities that there are so you were saying how you're in school you do a little job here but like we need, to, it's not as easy to just find that job, especially if you've got situations at home or outside of school that may affect that, that you can't actually do what you want to do. Or say you are looking, but you're not sure where to look because people aren't just like putting their um, availabilities out there. You have to try, dig and find it somehow. I want to ask you a couple of quick fire questions now and I hope that everyone can kind of get in, everyone gets a chance to say, let me start with this. Would it be okay to be gay, openly gay, at this school? No. No. Why? Unfortunately, it's like people just—they say they—they they use like gay as a joke, and it's—I understand it's meant to be a joke, but if you think about it, it's like you're using something that they are as a as a term to represent something that's like that's rubbish that like you're instead of saying oh that's crap oh like oh you're so stupid you say oh you're so gay you're like it's it, it, it would hurt like a lot and you couldn't be here i think but i wouldn't say our school is one of the extreme schools like you know you have some schools whether it's in uk or america where they physically beat up the child yeah. for being gay we don't have that that. that would never happen maybe like just slight remarks here and there but i don't think it would be to the point where the child would want to commit suicide yeah. whereas you have but in w- other it's schools. to the point where they wouldn't want to come out if yeah. they could avoid yeah, keeping it yeah. secret because like being verbal and like saying it to them can probably hurt more yeah i agree with edson when you're saying how People use gay in their vocabulary as a replacement for other stuff. But I know a few gay people in our school and they're living the life like they're not bothered 
about what anyone else. Uh, I mean, okay, it's not everyone's gonna be as uh, confident as they are or um, as like ignorant to what's going on. But like, I don't feel that anyone treats them differently because mm. how they are. I f- yeah, I think yeah. So people will say, it's like say I was to say, let's do something. I say, oh, Edson, you're so gay. What are you doing? Yeah, but yeah, it was like busting a joke, or whatever. But nobody. Uh, if I knew Edson was actually gay, I don't think I would still say those things to him. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's like I think we have a certain amount of control. Where if we're conscious that the person is gay, we wouldn't like berate them for it. I would say because I'm technically. I'd say out in a sense because I'm like into girls and guys so for me it was actually an alright experience like no one really bothered me about it and when they did find out they didn't say anything necessarily and they like I feel like because for me um, when they found out they used to not necessarily say it towards me but say it around me and it's been cut say what around you say like like sly remarks or like not towards me but like other people things like that would say oh that's so gay or whatever but or they would say things that would be very considered like very transphobic or like homophobic they don't say that as much around me and i feel like for our year like 11 is actually all right in terms of like well the people i'm around um they're all right when it comes to that but especially young years i don't think they know necessarily so it's more or less about trying to find like awareness for the young years but then again it could be just about maturing and like growing up and finding out about people i feel like if someone came out they have in the past it's more of like everyone's you know talking about it the first maybe few weeks but then after that it just dies down everyone goes back to their normal like friend groups and it's just like everyone kind of just lives their life and that person i guess feels more free it's not occurring for someone to keep bullying someone because of them being gay or anything i mean i haven't seen it and i would say you know the friends that i hang around with you know we're like the i guess the rude ones which I haven't seen them do, like, you know, things kind of on a regular basis. Well, most of the time, it doesn't have a meaning. It's just a word that we've used, and it's just coming to a vocabulary. Like, the word gay now has so many different meanings that are so far away from what it's supposed to mean that I guess we forget that being gay is actually a thing. This is obviously, like, quite a diverse school. There's lots of people from lots of backgrounds in different countries. Do any, like ethnic tensions or things that are happening sort of in the outside world come into play in school? Yeah. No, I think no, people say are cool. Yeah. cool they say. Everyone mixes with each other. I mean, well, <laughs> from the things that I see, we're all kind of close friends. You can see we're all really diverse here. What, you but were going to disagree? Disagree, so. Um, Last time I had um, a girl come up to me and ask me, if you had a particular person, would you go out with that person or murder them? And, like, I assumed, say, if I hated that person, I wouldn't go out with them, so I said I'll probably murder them. And so, oh, this is the reason why ISIS is created. She set you up there. (laughs) She set you up. (laughs) And do you feel like there is a bit of Islamophobia in Mm. general in school? Have you had that, that, those kinds of experiences? No, but like other people take the mick out of it. Say some people are not Muslim. I'll see them, some of them go around wearing the niqab and stuff that we call a niqab. They'll wear it and then they'll drop something and be like, oh, Allah Akbar, and then they'll run out of the shop. Yeah, now but that, that really? yeah. it's just It's become as a joke. I don't yeah. think people are deadly serious. Like, I think if you had a Christian and a Muslim, the Christian wouldn't necessarily always kill the Muslim or always, you know, beat them up and be like, you know, you're a terrorist. 
it's more of a joke and to you know kind of prank people and scare them like i've seen the bombing <laughs> pranks it's funny so what, what are the bombing, bombing, bombing pranks so, so it's like someone dresses in like what Full saudi bombs. arabian yeah. clothes and you know they go drop like a fake bomb in a shop or in a park or something and everybody just runs away it's more of a joke they don't do it to you know I don't know, to like, you know, terrorise people. We're so numb to racism. Yeah. Like, I remember, <laughs> me personally, anything a teacher did to get to me, I say it was racism. If the teacher told me to be quiet, I was like, oh, miss, you're being racist or whatever. And then we just used that word as a joke, and then we're just numb, like, me and my best friend, right? Um, I'll call him like, oh, uh, he's a he's a B Tech Indian because he's, Pakist he's Pakistani, isn't it? And so um, everyone knows Pakistani came from um, Pakistan, came from India, and they all split, whatever. Mm -hmm. But then he'll call me like a B Tech Somalian, and I'll be like to him, they're not even this Jamaica and Somalia is not even the same country. It doesn't make sense. Or like I'll call him LT, like little terrorist, and he'll call me some next names, and we're just cool. We just I don't know. We kind of just oh, we just banter about. Then obviously adults get offended because adults just take everything way too seriously. <laughs> but then if other people hear the joke, they'll probably just like laugh or give themselves or carry on walking. But I think adults are what make everything bad. <laughs> so if it was up to children or kids like us, it wouldn't be. So I don't think what would be is classed as racism, but adults would put the word racism on that mm. and then we've, that's just what we've got to live of that's what we're doing is racism all right i feel like i've kept you here for ages so i'm just going to go around the group one more time and after everything we've talked about can you complete the sentence the problem with young people today is they're just desperate uh do you confident um never want to slow down i think it's just a generation personal identity outspoken those all sound like they can be bad things but they can also be good things and it seems like we've had quite a lot of positivity in this conversation and it's been really nice to meet all of you who are all very interesting this has been one of the fave ones to do i think uh my name is sam wilson this has been the vice uk podcast produced by sam bonham at rethink audio and we'll be back next week